This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Virginia only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 532 3500. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. It's the Mike Francesa Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to the Mike Francesa Podcast. After a rugged, tough Sunday night uh, as the Giants come out on the short side against the Bills, 14-9. No moral victories. I mean, listen, this was an improved effort for the Giants. We can touch on a lot of things that were good tonight. But still, they're 1-5 and and headed uh, quickly to nowhere. Um, This crazy week ends on an untimed down, and yes, for those of you who want to scream about it, was it pass interference on the last play of the game? Yeah, it was. They called it on a play before. They weren't going to call it on back-to-back plays. You know, I, I, I would figure as a defender, it's a pretty smart move that they're not going to call it again. They called it, and it was clearly pass interference. It was pass interference again. I mean, he had, he had him by the jersey, so there was no question. But they're not going to call it on back-to-back down, so the Giants fall short. Uh, strange game, a, a strange game in a week of strange games. I mean, that's all there is to it. Did the Giants do some things better tonight? Yes, they played far better defensively. They got some really good play from guys in their front seven. They got some inspired play at times from guys in their secondary. Um, they actually did some nice things run blocking. All right, they're not great pass blocking, but tonight... Tyrod Taylor made it easier on them because he got out of there a lot. Yeah, he got sacked three times, but the bottom line is it wasn't terrible. Give Pew credit. You know, I go way back with Pew. Uh, He's coming off the couch, as he said in the lineups, you know, off the couch. He's playing guard, then he's playing tackle in this league. I mean, he was on the couch last week. Now he's playing tackle (laughs) on Sunday night. Give him credit. I mean, that's a heck of a deal. You know, that he was a solid player when he was here. You know, he was okay, then he moved the guard, and he played really well. He wasn't good at tackle, but he was okay, and then he moved the guard, and he he played really well. He was a pro bowler. Uh, You know, give him a lot of credit. I mean, plus, they did some nice stuff coming out in the second half, running some traps, running some zone blocking until the Bills adjusted, getting Barkley off finally. With those back-to-back runs, I think he got 53 yards on the back-to-back runs. Uh, they got the running game going there. You know, they outgained the Bills for the game. You know, they hold them to 14 points. They win the turnover battle. They've been doing good in that the last couple of weeks. Uh, Taylor, except for the awful end of the first half, A, it was bad they didn't get in the end zone. And, boy, I saw enough of the Jets and the Giants not getting in the end zone today when they were in the red zone. I mean, they just couldn't. Neither one. And, you know, I saw Dave say that it's a was a run-pass option. There's no option there. You can't run it. You got to pass the ball. Everyone knows it. They're not going to bite on a run fake there. They know if anyone knows it, you're not running there. If you run there and you don't make it, you can't get back up and get a field goal. There's no chance. So it's a, it's a pass. That's all there is to it. And, of course, he runs it, and we saw what happened. 
They don't score. They don't get any points. And that comes back to haunt them. Uh, the fact that they can't get a touchdown come back, come back to haunt them. But there were some good things tonight. Barkley's back. That's good. Offensive line at least ran block okay and did some better things tonight. Barkley, 24 for 93 and better in the second half. Slayton, 4 for 69, made some big plays. Tyrod put him, you know, the ball in his hands a couple of times down the field. Robinson getting some targets and some plays and making some down. You know, all of them, all of them getting plays, getting some things good. I mean, let's be honest. I thought Taylor ran the offense, except for the, you know, the mind warp at the half. And I don't know if you want to blame the coaches there or blame him there. He should know better. He's been around the league long enough. I mean, you cannot run the ball there. The Jets did it last week. The Giants do it this week. You got to understand what you can do and can't do at the end of these halves when you don't have any timeouts. It takes at least 15 seconds to get the ball back up and, and spiked or to get the field goal unit on the field. You know, if you under that, you cannot fool around with anything else. Get the ball out of bounds, get the ball in the back of the end zone, or get it in the end zone and throw it. That's all you can do. You cannot be in the field to play on those situations. Jets learned that last week. Giants learned it this week. Um, were there some positive things? Yes. But again, I saw guys crediting the day after the game. No, 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 no. There's winning and there's nothing else. When you're one in four and your season is completely slipping away, moral victories aren't worth anything. Yes, okay, it wasn't, you know, and it wasn't 40 to three. We didn't sit there and watch the Bills run up and down the field while the Giants didn't try, okay? We didn't have that. So if that's a positive for you as a Giant fan, well, then take it and, you know, tuck it under your pillow. But they're still one in five. That's the bottom line. And that's what matters. Okay. And, hey, do I think they'll improve a little the rest of the season? I'm sure. Will they upset somebody? Maybe. Just better be careful. Just because there's a lot for the Giants to gain in that game. Now, Jets have a bye going into the Giants. Giants have Washington, then the Giants, then, then the Jets. Uh, and that game will have a lot of emotion and it'll be a lot of buildup, blah, blah, blah. But remember, for the Giants, it's a season maker. For the Jets, it would be a terrible loss. But we have plenty of time for that. You know, I'll get back to the Giants in a second. Let me just make a point about the week. What a weird week. You know, sometimes there's really weeks in the NFL that are inexplicable. There's, there's no way to explain what went on. But one theme I've seen so far this year is a lot of the big quarterbacks, the guys who usually tear the league up, are really struggling. Mahomes is struggling. Josh Allen is struggling. Hurts is struggling. Burrow is struggling. Not scoring points, not getting the ball to their favorite receivers, not getting the ball in the end zone. Just think of this. Mahomes scored 19 this week. Burrow scored 17 this week. Allen scored 14 this week, and they all won. The Jets held the Eagles to 14 and turned them over four times, and the Eagles lost for the first time. The Niners only scored 17, missed two very makeable field goals, including the game winner, 
And that's a rookie field goal kicker. And I'll tell you right now, that's my rookie field goal kicker. I tell him now, you get a, I draw a line right here now, okay? You fall under 90% from here and you're gone. That's it. Case closed. You make field goals. Uh, and listen, I'm not talking about 58, 60 yarders. If you make, you make makeable field goals, you can't have a guy who can't make a field goal. I understand Elliot missed one today. All right, Elliot's missed two field goals, you know, in forever inside 40 yards. All right, that's going to happen. And for some reason, there were a lot of field goals that just faded right today. I don't know why, but there were a lot of missed field goals today too. But the scoring was way down, you know, unless you're the Dolphins who score every week. And they didn't even have HN. They won't for about a month. Um, they scored 42 today against Carolina. Jaguars scored 37. Those are the only two teams that went over 30 this week. The scoring was way, way down. And, you know, you had quarterbacks not playing today. You know, Dan Jones was sitting today. Deshaun Watson sitting today. You know, you got quarterbacks sitting and you had five quarterbacks hurt today, Garoppolo. Now, I don't know who's hurt long-term and not yet, but Garoppolo went out. Fields went out. Lawrence went out. Tannehill went out. Tannehill's hurt. Mayfield went out. All five went out this week. Plus, you had McCaffrey get hurt. Samuel get hurt. Wilson got hurt for the Jets. I mean, injuries all over the place. Bill, I mean, the Eagles must be down six starters now, maybe seven in the last two weeks. And remember what they lost early in the season. They need to make trades for their secondary. And if they lose Johns for a long time on that offensive line, that's a big loss. He went out early in the game today. That's a big, big loss. Now, back to the Giants. Did you get some things to hang your hat on? Did Taylor do some better things here? Yes, you know, Taylor actually calmed the offense down. It's been completely chaotic. And I have felt people were too hard on Daniel Jones because the line play has been so poor. He's been under such duress. But they simplified stuff, and Taylor got rid of the ball a lot quicker and moved and made subtle moves and did things on the move, and he ran things a lot smoother tonight. Let's be fair. He did. And they got some of their playing. Well, getting Barkley back is a big key. That allows them to put some stuff in that Barkley can do off blocking schemes that help. So they have to at least honor the run here now. They didn't have to do that. Now they have to. Now they get trapped. You get a kick out and boom. You get a kick out blocked. The back might be gone. And you saw some guys make some plays. That's got to happen. I would give Tyrod Taylor another start, minimum. I might even give him a couple more starts. Let Daniel Jones get healthy. Let him get settled. It's still his job. You know, Taylor's a good backup quarterback. We all know that. He's maybe the best backup quarterback in the league. Minshaw moves his team all the time, but today, like, he turned the ball over right and left against the Jaguars. He moved the ball, but he turned it over right and left. 
You can't have that. And it looks like he might be the quarterback for the rest of the year because Richardson, it looks like, may go under surgery that would finish the season. So Taylor, I think, earned another start. The Giants need to get a win next week. That's a winnable game. They need to get a win. Their defense did some better things today. There's no question about it. They had some guys, you know, really stand out on defense today. You want to give them credit for that. I mean, the Giants did some good things. They outgained them, as I said. They were, uh, they were plus two in the turnovers. They were 10 for 19 on third down conversions. You know, they didn't give up, they didn't give up big back-breaking plays. Uh, they kept the ball enough to keep things honest. You have to be happy. You know, they had some guys do some very, very nice things on defense. You know, um, three or four guys played really well. That was a positive. Uh, They seemed to have a better grip on both units today. The coaches just seemed to have a better game plan. They just seemed to have a better grip on things. And they settled things down in a very tough environment against a good team that was coming off a loss that is brutal to beat in these spots. I mean, going to Buffalo when Buffalo's just coming off a loss is, you know, a very, very tough spot. It really is. And they had a chance to steal a game. They didn't, but they had a chance at least. So the Giants get the Redskins next week. The Jets are off. Um, excuse me, the Commanders, who won today in Atlanta, who were 3-3, three and three, who have a quarterback who's made a lot of mistakes, but he also likes to throw the ball all over the lot. He's made a lot of plays. He's been sacked a lot. He's turned the ball over a lot, but he's also made a bunch of plays. So, and you know they have a pass rush. So that game's not easy. No game's easy for the Giants. We know that. Jets, as we said at the bye, next week a lot of teams. You know, next week you got the Panthers, Bengals, Cowboys, Texans, Jets, Titans, all off. Good Sunday nighter, though. Dolphins at the Eagles. Battle of five and one. There's no more undefeated teams. And the fish keep scoring. Today they spotted Carolina 14 points, came back 142-21. They continue to, you know, throw the ball all over the lot. They lost their champ for a month, but you know what? They just plug in and go. You know, Mostert had a big game today. I mean, you look at their numbers. Mostert had uh, 115 yards and two touchdowns. Hill had six for 163 in a touchdown. Waddle had seven catches in a touchdown. Uh, Mostert had, a, had another touchdown receiving. Uh, Tua was 21 of 31, had three touchdown passes. I mean, you know, they just keep attacking, 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 and scoring points in droves. We'll see how they do when they go to Philly. And Philly's secondary is really, really beat up. So I'm sure this is just... Not any fun. It clearly isn't for the giant coaching staff. And you could see that they, let's be honest. I'm going to be honest here. They 
clearly had a sense of pride tonight that their team had played well. That was obvious. That was obvious in the head coach. I think he was proud of the effort tonight. I think he liked that he got through to them this week, that they were able to do some things this week, and that they didn't embarrass themselves again in prime time. I think that was important to them, and I think that meant a lot to them, even though they lost and they're not going to celebrate or act, you know, or pound their chest or anything. You know, that's for Salah, which he evidently did after the game again, which I guess he said something about embarrassing all the quarterbacks they've played so far. I mean, can you imagine this guy when he actually wins? What he's going to be like? With some of the stuff he says? I mean, it's a guy who has a, you know, a, a losing record, who right now is only back to three and three. And you would, you know, he, he's got a, you know what he's got? He's got a lot of Buddy and Rex Ryan in him is what he's got. He can't help but fawn over his defense, and he can't help but spout about his defense no matter what happens in the game. I, hey, we lost you. I want to tell you about my defense. Hey, we lost you. We, look at the interceptions we got. Look at the sacks we got. Look, you know, we beat the heck out of him. We lost. Who cares? You know what? what, what He's got that, that. He has that same quality that Buddy had, same quality that Rex had, and they like to pop off. He's a lot that way, but that's a dangerous way to coach. It really is. Because you've got to keep your eye on the prize. Now they're back to three and three. And they get a week off. I can tell you about all the, you know, quarterbacks they embarrassed for the next 10 days which is something that some of those quarterbacks are going to store in a nice, safe place until they meet again. Boy, talk about making things tough for yourself. We'll see you in a couple of days. Thanks for listening to the Mike Francesa podcast on the Bet Rivers Network.